What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. If tonight's movie night is just what you need, make it special with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Nick. Hi, Anna. My name is Nick, and I'm excited to host today's episode of uh, Deckheads. Mm, okay. Well, I'm Anna. I'm also a host of the show. Hey, that's incredible. Hi, Welcome yeah, to yeah. the show. Uh, <laughs> this week, we saw some stuff that we thought was happening last time not actually be happening. Yeah, that's a great way of describing that. Uh, yes, we were talking Below Deck, Season 8, Episode 8. Wow. Now, Oof. this episode... Is anticlimactic compared to the last episode. Ooh, honey. Yeah, but nine has you. a lot of heavy lifting to do to make up for this one. Yeah, and you guys know Nick is classically uh, pushing the seven, eight, nine theory of that's really when the show picks up. And seven was a banger. Eight, not so much. Nine, we're hoping nine really picks it up. We shall okay, see. Okay, we didn't get one single complaint about anything from the heaviest preference sheets we've ever seen, the longest, the most staples needed. They haven't complained about anything. What's going on? Why are they doing this stuff? We'll get into it, but first, Also, did you notice one of them kind of looks like Charlie? They all look like Charlie, let's be real. Damn, come on. There's an aesthetic they are reaching for, which is, well, Mm. we'll get into it. Let me bring the goddamn guest in. Dang, dog. Um... What if I just forgot where I was? Uh, we have a great guest today. We have a 
banger of a guest, if you if you will. We have a seven eight nine of a guest. Okay, that makes no sense unless you've been listening to forty five thousand episodes of us recording. But well, it makes sense if you listen to the last two minutes because you just explained the theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, Nick. Uh, please don't interrupt me. I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> please interrupt me. Um, Thank you for letting me know each time that you are joking. <laughs> I would be lost. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. This guest, you might know her. Look, she has been all over the globe. And by that, I mean the media sphere. Uh, She was originally a Grantlander. She had a show uh, with uh, Emily Oshida in which they wore hoodies. (laughs) That's how I'm going to describe it. In which the, the show is called In Which They Wore Hoodies, which is not the title, but I think that's just too funny for myself. Um, This is... I got to be honest, one of the worst intros yes, you've ever well, done. Well, I'm getting to it. Recently, she hosted a show with Emily Osita and Tess Lynch called Night Call on the iHeartRadio podcast network. And she is going to do another podcast about a certain madame whose last name happens to be Fleisch. And now she's doing our podcast and her name is Molly Lambert. Well, I okay. thought that was a great intro, actually. Thank you. Thank you. Can I clean it up just a little? Sure, go ahead. Today on our show, we have an incredible guest, former Grantland writer, current... Oh, fuck. I forgot the name of your podcast. Give it to me again. Night Call. Uh, Night Wait, Call. Which one? Night Call. Okay. Today on the podcast, we have an incredible guest, former Grantland writer, <laughs> current host of Night Call. Well, actually, Night And uh, actually, I believe you have an upcoming Heidi Fleiss podcast. I'm also getting a strong no vibe from some of the stuff I've said. Please welcome Molly Lambert. <laughs> wow, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Great intros all around. I do have Thank to you. hire Nick to uh, punch up my intros. You know. Okay, Anna, let's do it. Let's do it two more times, and then we'll get. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you, then the show will officially start. <gasps> Molly, I'm so sorry about who we are as people. <laughs> Thanks for doing the show. Thanks for having me. I'm a big deckhead, so can't wait. Nice. So we start every show by asking three questions to our guests just to kind of get your below deck sphere knowledge. The first one is, when did you start watching Below Deck? Uh, well, my friend Kate Raft, who is also a podcaster, check out the Hot and Rich show on Twitch. Mm. Uh, she got me into Below Deck. She was just binge watching it. And first she actually got my boyfriend into it. He won't watch The Housewives with me. But for whatever reason, Below Deck just captured his fancy and he watched it all. And then I joined in. And then there's just so much of it to go through. We watched it all. We caught up with all of Below Deck. Nice. I think Below Deck probably has saved a lot of relationships where people are like, I'd like to break up, but then I don't have anyone to finish Below Deck with. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, there's 180 seasons. All right, let's get married. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we did the same thing. We just, you know, watched it, recorded an episode for every single one. Um, our friendship came and went. Now it's back again yes, because we don't yes. see each other every day. It was fun. We were good friends back last winter. Yeah. Anna. Yeah, hi. What's up? Anna. Yeah, hi. Hosnia. Yeah, hi. What, what did you, you hear the news? No, what's the news? About Below Deck? I heard that it's now the number one rated show. On Bravo. On Bravo, yeah. Somebody, well, you heard the news, yeah. Oh, that's the news you're referencing? 
Yeah, why isn't that big enough news? No, that's huge, but I also already thought that. Oh, what? That. The one that the the show we decided over a year ago to do a podcast about yes. now is like even no. more mega popular? It was I, a good choice. We're smart people. I know, but I also thought it already was that. And then when they posted that, I was like, wait, is it just became that? I thought this was the banger. Well, here's my theory. It's got to be Roni, right? That's, I mean, that had to I, have been number one before I mean, this. that's the tent pole. Yeah. Here's my theory is that mm -hmm. below uh, Real Housewives, there's no actual tentpole because that's not even the first one. And everything just has a, season, a, a, a city name and you don't know which is like the, you know, law and order regular. Whereas below deck, there is a this is the show and these are the spinoffs. Yeah. No, I mean, below deck is very relaxing in a way that the housewives are not like the housewives are about yelling at each other mm -hmm. a lot. And I know a lot of people who can't handle the sort of shouty vibe of the housewives, but love Below Deck. Mm -hmm. And also because Below Deck is about, like, not working class people, but it's about people who are working for the horrible rich people instead of the horrible rich people themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think there's also, I like, and also you're like, just, it's just nice views. It's just nice views. You're like, right. it's, nice. it's like dream dream escapism right now when nobody can go anywhere to watch mm -hmm. a show where people are in like beautiful ocean places. Yeah. Eating Antiqua. delicious food. It is pretty relaxing. Like I also I think Roni kind of fell off because they got rid of Dorinda. I don't know, like Tinsley left. Like everyone who's like on the show is also leaving, which I think is well, kind of like those shows all need a refresh too, yeah. I think to get with the times because there's such 2000 shows and yeah. there's like a weird thing happening now across the Bravo shows where they're trying to deal with the reality of now, you know? So every one of the housewives has had, and like Southern charm, there's like a COVID plotline yeah. and a black lives matter plotline. And it's really interesting to see how that works out across the different franchises but Below Deck just takes place in this world where, like, reality doesn't intrude at all. Although, you know? although, yeah, I mean, it did intrude last week when Rachel found out about coronavirus and then immediately quit and <laughs> told the captain to fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> so it, to, it did come in pretty I hard. I believe like she very told tiny. him to eat her cooter, like, yeah. five times. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was... Yeah, she's... But, like, I don't... Okay, a novelist. So actually, here's my second question for you, which is what has been your all-time favorite season you've ever watched? Oh, I mean, I'm very partial to Hannah, you know, yeah. so uh, all of the Hannah seasons, I, I have to say, even though it was a controversial season, the most recent season was like some of the most compelling television I've ever seen, although I obviously think that... Malia is the devil. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> yes, of course. Um, but I also think I was excited for Hannah to like get out of yachting and yeah. like. And look at her now. Look at her now. Did you guys watch The Flight Attendant on mm -hmm. HBO? Yes, I did. I haven't finished it. Uh, I just thought the thing that, that sold me on that show is I was like, oh, she's a chief stew. She's got a chief stew's personality. Oh, yeah. I just like I love the concept of the chief stew because they're all kind of the same type of person. Everybody on these boats is like escaping their real life. 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I could see I could see Kate being the flight at the flight attendant. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she goes home with Jesus. <laughs> and uh Hot Jesus. and bangs him. Yeah, that's that that rates. Yeah, or Hannah, just like any of the chief stews. I feel like they all are this certain type of like type A person but who just also has like huge commitment issues and can't even commit to like living on land. Yeah, yeah, they're like a little messy. Can I tell you my- my main problem with the flight attendant. Do we talk about this last week? Where I said I, she doesn't act drunk well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not your problem with the flight attendant. That's your problem with Kaylee Cuoco. I, yes, yes. That is just that is accurate. I have problems with the acting. Kaylee Cuoco. I just like saying her name. Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, she, um, I wish her a lot of luck. Glad she's working. <laughs> I, yeah, I think she's doing fine after Big Bang. It got picked <laughs> up for a uh, second season, flight attendant. It did. It Where else to be should limited. it go? I hope she donates that money to something. The below deck effect. They're oh. like, people can't get enough. Can't get enough of a people can't working People can't woman. get enough of kind of equating these two shows, so they got a second. Traveling. Thing. Traveling. Also, I will say, <laughs> so HBO Max sends out those boxes where they're like promoting their show, so like people with large followings could uh, promote it. And my dear, dear soul sister, Arden Marine, got one for the flight attendant and she gave me the box uh, because she just gets so many of them that she's like, whatever, just take a box. Um, and this one was just like filled with the little like alcohol bottle containers. And I, and then that was before I even saw the show. So after I was watching the show, like this show is about a full blown alcoholic. Why are you sending out alcohol? <laughs> like I don't I don't I don't get it. It's like, yeah, we get it. Like all she does is drink. So here's the promo. But it's like it's kind of a dark thing in the end like how she abuses the alcohol so it seems like not a great idea to send out alcohol because this is really mixed with the message of the show i don't know they should have just sent out tiny peanuts yeah exactly or just uh like a knife sent you a code (laughs) to watch it at your house because you've already seen it anyway or just give you a free subscription to hbo max for a month just send that out to everybody because that wouldn't create no waste. And yeah. she's not going to get a fucking Emmy. Okay. So clamp it down. You're okay. wasting your money. All right. Nick, you do not if like Kaylee Cuoco gets an Emmy for this, I walk. Even in a nomination. What? From, this From the business. You walk oh. off deckheads forever? <laughs> yes. I will leave deckhead. Okay, that's, so, that's so uh, like the chef of you. Yeah. Well, wow. I may be back the next week, too, like the chef. <laughs> Nick is bringing it back to the plot. You are the (laughs) chef of this show. Okay, final question. Who has been your all-time favorite character on Below Deck Sphere? God, I mean, my real, you know, I love Hannah. I just Mm -hmm. think she's like a complex, fascinating, like Hitchcock heroine, you know? She's got... Wow, what a compliment. Well, just, there is that one part where she was like, when I love someone, I go away from them. I... I go away from you. When I love someone, I go away from them. When I love someone, I go away from him. I, I that I just thought was like one of the you know just we've spent hours on the show just repeating that line. Yeah, I mean, and I love just her voice. And but, she's talking about like a twenty-year-old. It's just yeah. totally nonsense. <laughs> but I gotta say, I have a soft spot for. There have been a bunch of like crazy redheads on the show. Brave Caroline. Yeah, several. Um, brave. All, yeah, 
I'm always just like so impressed and and appalled a little bit by anyone. I, I am a ginger. Anyone who's a ginger that would like be in the sun that much, as much as you uh. have to be <laughs> to work on a boat, you know, it's like they're crazy to me. Uh, but they also do tend to be a little bit uh, loose cannons on, on Riley. the crew. You mean Riley? That's funny. Well, that one <laughs> that one girl didn't have a ch- a choice because she was born on that boat and was forced to marry the only other man on it. I don't know. And then is Ciara a redhead? Was she? She might have been. I just don't recall. Yeah, she was. Who's the Hard one court. who like jumps off the boat? Yeah, Rocky. Well, that was yeah, Rocky. 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 I thought was She's hilarious. Rocky was a piece of work. I did enjoy her during her stint. I didn't like how much of an apologist for Leon, the like serial killer chef she was, though. I actually clicked on a Rocky Instagram live today. And? And it's always really awkward uh, because, you know, there's 12 people in it, you know? (laughs) It's just like. I also love Ben the chef. I think Ben the chef and uh, his romance with Kate Chastain, I found just lovely. They are. They were. I wish if they had just been able to make it work. But I think they're too similar. I just mm-hmm. liked the whole thing because it's like, yeah, they're the lifers who are yeah. very good at what they do. Yeah, I did like Ben's that we very had- tragic because uh, the only girl he really fell in love with, English Emily, was stolen by a previous charter. Oh, the women's club? Yeah. And then she went to work for him. I don't think she worked for them. She just joined their weird, like, brunch Whatever, club. dude. She's on the website. Okay. All right. Let's get into it. Season 8, Episode 8, Below Deck. So we continue with Rachel um, leaving, and then it's the next morning, or... Yeah, it's the next morning? Yeah, I don't know. It's the next morning. And uh, Captain Lee is doing everything he can to find... Like, I guess they got a new deck can coming, but he's trying to find a new chef uh, with only four hours before the charter arrives, and he's like, God... Damn it, God. He's making phone calls and they're like, uh, please hang up and try again. Cause I get I don't understand who he's calling, but he's getting like disconnected and he's like, oh yeah, Jesus Christ. I got my my dick in my hands. And uh a new player has entered the game. Rob. Never heard of him. He's the new deckhand who shows up and we learn that um, excuse uh, me. What? Um, excuse me. Yeah. There's I'm I'm back on the show. No, not that. Not you, Rob. Not oh, you. Sorry. Okay. Different Rob. I have to go to Bali. This one has a personality. <laughs> I'm going back to Bali. That isn't like dead. Um, I liked him too. The weird Viking man. Yeah, Rob. It's me, Rob. Oh, Rob. Hey, do you have a joke? Oh, do you want I... to hear a joke? <laughs> Are you still with Jess? No, just tried to murder me in my sleep, so I had That's to. That's right. That's right. So she burned down the house from her last boyfriend. You decided it, that's probably done with, and then she tried to murder you. Correct. It was very tough, but I always have a joke for my best friend, Nick. Okay, hit Emmy. This one's a little dirty. Oh, I like that. Why is being in the military like a blowjob? Why is being in the military like a blowjob? Yes, that's what I Let's said. See. Um, because you'll get yelled at. Absolutely when not. When it's over. The answer is, the closer you get to discharge, the better you feel. Nice. Thank you. Very funny. Thanks, Rob. No problem. 
Good job, Rob. Okay, okay I bye. To, I have to go now. Uh, Jess doesn't like when I'm on podcasts with other women. Sorry, Molly. <laughs> All right, bye, Rob. See you later. Oh, God, he's such bye, a fucking drag, oh, gosh. dude. Can you believe Rob didn't apologize to you, Anna? No, Rob actually doesn't acknowledge me. Jess told him he, <laughs> she, she, he would beat my ass if he acknowledged me. <laughs> I'm going to eat your ass. Well, anyway, we got a new Rob who doesn't, well, I guess he kind of mumbles, but his voice isn't as deep. Uh, and he doesn't seem to constantly be talking about how people hear him uh, and see him. But this new deckhand, apparently he's, <laughs> okay. he's apparently worked on sailing boats before. He seems competent. I don't know. It's hard to say. Every time someone shows up, you're like, they seem to know what they're doing. Well, I mean, after Sunshine, oh yeah, he seems much more competent than uh, environmentalists save the world with metal straws by going on a wasteful... Yeah, a motor guy. Do you ever think that maybe Sunshine would actually clean the boat better than the deckhead with the nickname Sunshine? Like, if you just let the sun hit it, you know, less attitude. I I don't get it. Okay. Wouldn't the sun just like, doesn't sun destroy stuff after a while? If you don't, yeah, yeah, don't bring logic into this. Let him have it. Jesus, and all you had to do was nod. No, you're right. We'd be three thoughts down the road by now. No, you're right. You're right. I'm a fool. I'm a fool. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, we learned Francesca does, in fact, find Rob cute. Is that foreshadowing? We shall see. In my opinion, Francesca would eat this poor man alive. She would eat, shred him to pieces. (sighs) It would be like Hannah and Connor. Not Connor. What's that? Yeah, wasn't it Connor? Yeah, Connor. Connor. I've fallen in love with Connor. When I love someone, I go away from him. <laughs> Sunday. I, I found that so strange that Sandy was like, but don't you want to experience love? And I was like, Sandy, do not encourage her to fall in love with Connor, okay? <laughs> Why don't we have a Sandy, I go away from you shirt? Weren't we going to do that? It was Hannah's face. And it says, I go away from you. Yeah, we need to. S- Steven Soderbergh's got a June, June Hannah shirt. Because Steven Soderbergh watches Below Deck. That's wild. We have got to get him Whoa. On. Wait, what's the June, June Hannah? June would never respond. Oh. Yeah. So there the was radio. like on the, on the intercom, right. she'd be like, June, June Hannah. And then she would just be June, like, June Hannah. It's not working. It's not working. It's so weird. Okay. Anna. Yes. I now have a t-shirt studio set up in my house. You know. Oh, this. perfect. I'm, I am making merch now okay. for Get Rich Nick. What if I do this? Make bootleg merch for decades. Okay. And I sell it. That's cool. I'm into it. My own store. Is that legal? I mean, Steven Soderbergh's doing it, so. Yeah, yeah totally, Nick. Whatever you want. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, Captain Lee says they have two and a half hours until pickup, and he's sitting here choking his chicken, which could be anything. Do you know what that means? I don't know. I think he's just like sitting there trying to find a chef, and I guess that means he's choking his chicken. Hard to say. I'm sitting here just choking my chicken. You know, uh, that uh, is a euphemism. For what? For masturbation, Anna. Oh, so he's just in there with his dick in his hand. Why didn't he just say that? Yes, Why didn't he just say, I'm sitting here with my saying. dick in my hands. Because he said dick in his hand too many times. He's got to spice it up. I see. Well... Yeah, and then, hey, what do you know? Rachel shows back up. And I wanted to say, I predicted this because in the after show last week, Kate Chastain, who has worked with Rachel, 
says that that's what she does. She quits and then comes back. So it's like a theme in her chefery. Wow. I mean, I think that Rachel's such a funny character. Her whole like, I'm a dirty talking chef. I mean, all the chefs are also just a fascinating character type. Yeah. People that would be chefs specifically on boats. Uh, But Rachel's whole like, tits McGee, like, oh, this fucking, you know, sandwich tastes like jizz in my mouth. Just her whole, her whole like, I'm a dirty female comedian who's yeah. also a yacht chef yeah. thing feels uh, just like a great character. But yeah, it was funny to see her go back on it and be like, oh, I'm just bullshitting. Like it was. Yeah. She's like, yeah, you know me. In the after show, too, they all agreed that the demands were crazy from the menu. They asked Kate, they were like, oh, what, you know, yeah. was that a crazy list? And they were like, oh, yeah. It, absolutely, it was crazy. Yeah. So, what do you do? Like that, you know, uh, Captain Lee put out the idea that they could talk to them about it, right? But right. they never talked to him about it. And and again, I just they, nothing happened. I mean, Can they I did a great would, job. Yeah, it was like very anticlimactic. She cooked yeah. all the food, and it was good. Well, I guess it's not done, and hopefully, there's you know some episode nine drama coming. I mean, hopefully, but it seemed like they had those repeat passengers that are on like every show, every version of the show. Yeah, uh, who come back every year, and they just wanted like a Mardi Gras party, which is everybody wants a Mardi Gras party. Easiest thing to do. Yeah, it is a big thing. This is if a producer, if I was producing this, I would say Rachel, you cannot go back on that show because. They need to find a chef, and they're not going to have a chef. And Captain Lee was like, maybe we just tell them we don't have a chef. And uh, I would love to see that episode. That's going to be great TV. Her coming back is not great TV. Well, it was also like she came back at the beginning of the episode. So it's like they didn't even stretch it out to be like, oh, no, what are we going to do? We don't have a chef. And, like, Charters starts tomorrow. They just, in the first 10 seconds, are like, Oh, she came back. She fucked up and she's begging for a job and they're going to give it to her. Yeah. I mean, that it was such a quick turnaround that I kind of sensed. I was like, oh, this is this was just fluff. Also, we saw footage of like her doing like doing more stuff that we hadn't seen yet in like all the trailers and stuff. So I was like, well, if we haven't even seen that yet, that means she's back. I don't know. Many clues uh, to support my theory. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after these quick commercial breaks. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. And we're back. Okay, so Rachel's back. She apologizes to Captain Lee and is like, can I have my job back? And she says the severity, uh, learning of the severity of coronavirus and missing her boyfriend basically made her lose her mind, which is why she quit. And Captain Lee's like, usually when someone leaves, they don't get to come back. But I will make an exception because we really need a chef and chefs, chefs are very high tempered shit shows. So I'll let her come back. I, I really do need her. You hypocrite. Yeah, well. He does need her. And he was sitting there with his chicken in his hands. Choking the chicken? What What was it? I don't know. Um, yeah. And then Francesca, who let me just tell you, Francesca, I don't care that you can't trust anyone. This is a fucking job. Get over it. She's like, I really can't trust anyone. I don't trust Elizabeth or Rachel. I'll just have to keep it professional with them moving forward. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, you should have been doing that the whole time. Yeah, Francesca's such a fake Hannah and yeah. such a downgrade. Yeah, no, no, you can't be a Hannah. You can't be a Kate, honey. I also can't do an Australian accent. So you're British for now. Okay. <laughs> well, I love the accents. I love just like the, there's so many like Australians and South Africans. Oh, yeah. And they're all like, Blardik. <laughs> that's, that's what they all sound like. Blardik. And you're Blardik. Like, oh. you're like, Can I get some Blardik. subtitles? Yeah. Elephant bone. That was J-Wow, jo- Joao. Elephant bone. Everything had to do with an elephant bone with him. Zimbabwe. Oh, he was like his backstory too. I mean, obviously, like a white South African already. No, he was from Zimbabwe. Remember, he was the one that was from Zimbabwe. You got him wrong. He's from the wrong side of the tracks in Zimbabwe. He ain't never had nothing. He's never going to have anything. Anything that ever was good was like my parents were robbed, and that's why I'm a nightmare person. Yeah. Yeah, eaten with an elephant bone. Yeah. Well, his whole thing, anytime he would like, he'd be like, oh, let me tell you a little something about myself. It would be like the darkest shit I've ever heard. Just be like, yes, but that's you like, robbed. I'm not surprised some of those people go on boats. Yeah. Yeah. Because they are. They are trying to get away from something and like their lives. And then you get to go live on a boat and just work. You work so hard. You don't really have time to think about anything. You can't like stew on your past. You just work, work, right. work, work, you work. You just work and then you like party your face off in the yeah. world's most beautiful places in yeah. between. It is the perfect Oh, you you broke away. your leg when you were a child? Well, when I was a child, I was tied up in a Zimbabwean prison <laughs> by my leg. And the only way I got out was to gnaw it off. But upon exiting the prison... I was severely beaten by a guard with an elephant bone, and I lost the other leg. They were they grew back. Let's get to yachting. <laughs> they grew back. Time for the Mardi Gras party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Better put out the slide. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, I mean, that is his whole vibe. But I'm an incredibly hard worker. And Captain Sandy's like, oh, gee, wow, you're the best it's just like god damn it he is a monster remember J- 
Jezel, remember when? Jezebub? Remember when Sandy outed him as a lesbian in a cameo? No, that was. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, what was Mal- her name? Malia. 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 Yeah, she said I, we don't think Malia's straight. Nobody does. It's like, bitch, it's <laughs> not your business to be out. Tom did. Like, I'm not a fan of Malia, but I ain't outing her. <laughs> like, that's not. Wait, right. they don't. I didn't. I missed that. Well, oh. I mean, her yeah. relation. Her her boyfriend is the worst. Person also your ex. Did they are they officially broken up? Didn't they like get yes. back together? Uh, maybe like quarantining together. Ugh, oh, from right. an after I show bong. I saw from Andy Cohen's got the four one one. Andy right. Cohen's got the four one one. I sing that, that song so much. I know. I also like hate it. I hate it, but I like song. every time it comes, I'm like yeah. Andy Cohen's got the four one one. Yeah, it's it's a catchy. Below deck meds. Malia White confirms split from Tom Checkets. Okay. I am very much single. Let it be known. Single and dating. Captain Sandy is just joking. That is not fact. Do not report that. But you know what? Now that you say that, they had more chemistry than she did with her boyfriend for well, Captain, sure. Captain Sandy and they loves all her. like got off on teaming up against Hannah. That was. What was gross to me? Well, I mean, Molly, the thing you need to understand about maritime law is that I need to choke on my own dick. Let people smoke a little weed when they get off work (laughs) and they're on a fucking yacht in Spain. The amount of times she said maritime law, I was like, bitch, nobody cares. (laughs) Nobody cares. Like nobody takes a Valium on a boat. Come on. Yeah, chill out. Um, uh, Boats are for drugs. We all know that. (laughs) Well, it's crazy whenever they have a plot line about finding drugs on the boat and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're going to like narc on people that are spending a billion dollars to come on your stupid boat and like do lots of drugs, obviously. Well, here's Um, the thing. If this wasn't being filmed, no big deal. They're all just fucking freaked out. They're going to lose their jobs because it's being filmed. But I feel like Sandy made such a big deal of it. It didn't have to be such a big deal. Well, the whole you know, thing was, she was that she was, she thought also, was making her look like a good captain, but it's right. just making her look like an asshole who doesn't uh, deal with her employees like real people. Right. Well, that was the thing. It's like if it wasn't being filmed, like her whole thing was like, it, you know, there's like a black box type situation in the bridge. Everything's being recorded. So at that point, the second she spoke to Malia about it and then the other weird ghost figure uh, whose name I don't remember, who was just there. Like it becomes their problem basically because now it's on record. So if the management company of the boat goes back and listens and they're like, Captain Sandy, what the fuck? Then she could lose her job and her license and the boat will be impounded. Oh God, everything would fall apart immediately. The boat would be in jail. Boat jail. Yeah. I mean, that's like what they always say. I'll lose my license. The boat will be impounded. Everyone will be in jail. We'll be in a foreign country. Nothing can help us. I'll lose my license and my ability to pretend to captain a boat one time a year for the show Below Deck. That's right. I mean, that yeah. that's her whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's got she her restaurants it? to open. Yeah. But that was the Trump. thing, too, where I was like, why isn't production intervening here? Because the show's going to be bad without Hannah. And then it was. The rest of the season sucked. Yeah. Bugsy. She's just too good at her job. That's the problem. I don't need to see a fucking ace chief stew. I want to see good TV. Right. Tablescapes. Yeah. T- literally like, oh, were these supposed to go on the table? I put them all over my body. Right. Like, that's the thing. If you get rid of the people that are causing drama, then you have people just like seamlessly 
doing the boat stuff and that's really boring for a TV show. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Hannah is good TV, period. She's great TV and she's a great character. And I'm also glad for her that she got out of yachting because yeah. I think she wanted to pull the trigger on her own terms, but uh, she was clearly done with it. And it seems like everybody gets pretty fed up with it at a certain point. It's just like waitressing at Sir. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. like podcasting. Shut up. It's just like podcasting. It's fun and glamorous at first. And mm-hmm. then, you know, suddenly you're 10 years into your life. And what do you have to show for it? And I'm not talking about anything specific. Just, <laughs> you know, yachting yeah. is a hard life. Yeah. Podcasting used to be fun. You go around the city to different recording studios and, you know, seeing <laughs> go to, people. Go to different boats. It's fun. You go into the iHeart offices. You, you see all your friends. It's a good time. But uh, I'm in a closet now and uh, <laughs> I've changed my mind about wanting to be a yachty. I'm going to be. Yeah. All right. So let's get back to it. Rob is from Toronto, Canada. And he said he's an exploration geologist, and his job basically consists of looking for gold. But when the market crashes, he's out of a goddamn job, and then he has to fall back on his yachting career. He's so snotty about it, too. He's like, yachting is like, "Mm, I was doing this really fun, amazing thing, and then I guess this is all slummit here in a super yacht. Yeah, it's like, where's your gold now, bitch? Where's your gold? Who the fuck does this dude think he is? Yeah, 20 meter. He's a dork. Look at I laugh never... at 20 meters. Sometimes I just, for fun, I go down to the marina, right? Yeah. And I start measuring boats yeah. and just giggling, having the time of my life. Just giggling at 20 meters. Yeah. Well, he says he comes from a long line of pirates and hookers, to which I say, we don't call them hookers. They're sex workers, you asshole. So get your shit together. You come from a long line of pirates and sex workers. Yeah, and, and that- pirates are thief workers, all right? <laughs> get it workers. straight. They're not pirates. They're thief workers, okay? We live in a progressive society, Jesus. Rob. They're wet thief workers. They're wet bandits for the movie Home Alone. Right. And then also, I didn't understand that because he's like, my family was all in the Navy. Now, what's the correlation between the Navy and pirates and sex workers? I don't know. Maybe Navy, the Navy hires sex workers. But then like, what does the pirates come in? I don't know, Rob. A lot of holes in your backstory. Okay. They all are at the dock. They're all hanging out at the dock. He was born. There it is. At the docks. There it is. There it is. All right. That actually makes sense. And someone was like, go search for gold, child. And he never looked back. Did we just write a great TV show about the docks? It's got sex workers. It's got the Navy. It's got pirates. Mm. There's nothing it doesn't have. I think that was season two of The Wire. Actually, it was. And I loved that season. (laughs) Fortunately, it's already been done. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, I, I was totally into the dock worker season. Of uh, the I don't know this show, The Wire. Oh, here we go. But all I know is if you're talking about the Baltimore Harbor, we're talking about Eddie. where Eddie works 11 oh, months shit. out of the year on a tugboat. Choo, choo. Oh, I know somebody who knows Eddie, a <gasps> friend of mine. Do tell. Call them. Uh, Use my phone. My friend Harris, who's okay. from Baltimore, uh, like all the coolest people. Uh, said that he worked at like a summer camp doing jet ski instruction. Wait, with Eddie as teenagers. Was this Parker's parents' summer camp? Ooh, maybe. Holy but we can shit. all agree only stupid people from Baltimore, right? 
Okay. <laughs> the coolest, the coolest people. I actually I'm wearing I'm, a Baltimore Orioles hat. You I know it. I used to live outside of Baltimore myself. I love Baltimore. Uh, I went there once when I was a kid, and I thought it was like the most glamorous and beautiful city I'd ever seen in my life. Just the inner harbor. Well, the harbor, and we went to Camden Yards. Oh yeah. So I, I just also came away from it like Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have That's that it. experience. I used to go to Baltimore That's all there is. almost every summer because we had family friends there. And my parents would ship me off for a few weeks to stay there with them. And uh, <laughs> not a glamorous experience. I will say, though, I do wonder if we go back and watch season two of The Wire, if we would see Eddie in the background. That's mm. right. Working at the docks. Working at the docks. Tugging little, the boats in. Little 16-year-old Eddie. Yeah, doing like Jim Carrey impressions. Doing jet skis. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to my friend Harris uh, for his first person below deck connection. So he knows Eddie how well, would you say? He just, uh, not at this point, but you know, they were were teenagers. Would he be willing to call in and leave us a voicemail we can play on the show? I will ask him for sure. If you can get him to record a voice memo and send it to us, that would be incredible. Sure. Tell us all okay. about Eddie. Yeah. Now, what number would he call? Hard to say at this point. No, I just said uh, send a voice memo. It's fine. You don't need to oh. call a number. Oh, yeah. Send a voice memo. Okay. Well, so Eddie says Rachel doesn't deserve her job back, but they do, in fact, need her. So he's going to tugboat her luggage right back on that boat. Uh, so when the guests, so the guests want a hundred things, including a beach picnic, a Mardi Gras party, high tea, blah, blah, blah. I don't a know. little country boil. Yes, there you go. A country boil. What's that just, mean? Just like, oh, it's know. like um a southern thing. It's more like North Car- like Carolinas, but it's like it's the same as basically like like a crawfish boil. Yeah, you're just boiling. It's seafood. like a seafood boil, a southern seafood boil. Sure, but why is it called that? Because mm. it's the low country of somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm like Emmy. I'm like Eddie. I'm used to uh, Chesapeake Bay uh, shrimp boils. Right, right. But you're familiar with like the idea boils. of a boil. Oh, for sure. I'm yeah. just yeah, interested yeah. in the etymology of this low country. Mm. Never had now a boil. I'll figure it out. Now I gotta never, look it up. I've never been to a boil. <laughs> never had a boil. Have I been oh, to Red Lobster? Yes. Oh my god. We gotta do it when we. I've can actually do made things my again. own boils twice during quarantine. Oh, really? Wow. Yes. That is like, I've talked about it forever. My boyfriend's from New Orleans, so he is a big crawfish head. He's a boiler. Uh, He's a boiler. You need a, you need a huge pot. Yeah. Yeah, you just thing. need a, one pot. That's it. And then you put things in, you know, every five minutes, you know, whatever. And hmm. it doesn't take that long. All right. Well, we got to, let's do a boil in your garage area or whatever you have. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, I'm sure you'll remember the episode of Vanderpump Rules where they introduce Summer House, and the girls from Vanderpump are very confused by the like seafood. They're doing a like a waspy version of that. Oh God, I haven't on damn, Summer House. I've not thought about that in so long. Yeah, I should watch Summer House. I never started watching that. Oh my God, you should. It's really good. It makes you appreciate the uh, just spicy flavor of every other show. Because it's everyone else goes on that show, basically, right? 
No, it's just like these like waspy, boring people from New York who go to a summer house and rent a summer house together for the weekends. Uh-huh. Um, okay. It's like Jersey Shore. <laughs> it's like Jersey Shore with the whitest people in the world. Okay. But that's kind of fun in its own way because they're all repressed and then they get shithouse drunk and mm. say crazy things. Yeah. But is every episode a different group of people? No, it's the same group of people that all rent a summer house together in the Hamptons every summer. Okay. Okay. Which the whole concept blows my mind because it's like they're renting a house, but they only go to it on the weekends. It's like a share house, which is a thing I only know about from like a Sex and the City episode. I see. Okay. uh, Makes the Hamptons seem really terrible and boring. So. Okay, guys, I've got it. Okay. Um, so the, it's a seafood boil, you know, these are the the various regional seafood boils. That's what she said. Louisiana, you know, crawfish boil, (laughs) uh, crawfish boil for sure. And, uh, Georgia, South Carolina, that's low country. Mm -hmm. They're very similar to other boils, uh, shrimp, corn on the cob, sausage, uh, red potatoes. This one sometimes has ham in it. That's a little different. Or a Beaufort stew or a Frogmore stew. Oh, I'm gonna there. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna bring this back to below deck. So low country cuisine is South Carolina and Georgia, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like southern southern food, uh, mixed with like African cuisine and, and Cajun cuisine and everything. One of the traditional foods, aside from she crab soup, is called cooter soup. Oh, is that that's crab? It's turtle, cooter? apparently. Whoa, oh. cooter! That's when she said, "Eat my cooter." She's like, "Eat my turtle soup." Eat my turtle soup. So in oh, New England, well, it's bad. called it's called a clam bake. Uh huh. Yes, and that's then, what they do on Summer yeah. House. That the Vanderpump girls are yeah. like so confused, and I related to them because they're like, "What is this?" And Shana won't eat seafood. Idiot. And then in Chesapeake Bay, it doesn't actually have a name. Cause like uh, crab boil, you know, cause that's the, it's crab. It's, it's ground zero for blue crabs, but the term crab boil is not an actual term. They just call there's it a like party. A, they'll call it a crab feast, but it's just, it, it's not. Yeah. There's no boil name. And that's it. Good night. Good night. Just kidding. Man. The show keeps going. All right. So now we know what a crab boil is. And I guess these people are from North Carolina. That's right. Yeah. Because the main primary is like the number one real estate agent in North Carolina. Oh, sorry. Also in uh, the upper Great Lakes in Wisconsin, um, places with large Scandinavian populations, they have fish boils. No. I just love yes. learning about regional cuisine. I went down a <laughs> hole last week because there was that thing where Wisconsin issued the thing about don't eat a raw meat sandwich for Christmas. Right. And then everyone was like, I do what I want. It's a tradition in my family. Well, it turns out. What's the raw meat? It's called a cannibal sandwich. It's just raw beef on bread, on white bread. And it turns out it's because there's so many Germans. There's such a big German population in Wisconsin that it's a German thing called Met, which is just raw pork usually on bread Mm -hmm. but there's a thing they do in germany where they make it into a hedgehog and so people eat like a hedgehog made of raw pork oh cool yeah i don't know about that good i do that well here's the thing raw beef you can eat 
raw pork, you're not supposed to eat that. I shouldn't eat that. Well, it's just will, you know, that's that will kill you. I think you're taking your chances. Not again. Hey, they did just lower the temperature needed to eat pork safely to the point where you could now have pork that's pink in the middle. So maybe it'll come down even more soon. Who knows? Where do you see this hedgehog? You'll want to eat raw pork immediately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. Google that. Okay. So don't I please just don't eat raw meat, you guys. I don't care what your traditions are. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Salmonella poisoning is not worth it. No. Okay. Wait, what is in it? Is that onions? That's the the sp- the spurs of I the I think that I think it's part? onions. Yeah. Wow. It's And this is apparently a 70s dinner party thing from Germany, the idea that of turning hard. it into God. a hedgehog. But lots of people wow. were like, "You know what? It's a cultural food." And uh, people eat all kinds of things in different places. We don't need everyone to live. It's not a big deal. Also, you know, maybe it builds your immune system. Everyone, I'm, I'm, I'm proclaiming on the show that eating raw pork builds your immune system. I believe it. A deckhead's endorsed opinion. Yes, I endorse it. All right, let's try and knock through the rest of this. So yeah, Elizabeth tells Francesca. And check out our I Eat Raw Pork t-shirts oh in our God. new we are not making that deckheads store so uh for elizabeth tells francesca that she's she's like i'm really gonna like step up my game and i'm really gonna come through for you like i have my crystals ready i'm gonna nail this and i'm like we shall see dum-dum uh you created a bomb or a gas bomb in the last episode let's see how this <laughs> future of your show i don't even know let's see how this goes uh and then rachel before the guests are arriving rachel is um Classic Rachel. She's lint rolling her crotch and says that she has a fuzzy taco. Wow! Rachel is a wild one. A fuzzy taco. I'm gonna I'm gonna start using that. All right. All right. So the guests are arriving and they are all dressed like Alice in Wonderland characters. The main primary, as he's walking up, is like, I'm gonna need to lick a big popsicle right about now. But he also says it in the most sinister way. Like, I had to go back and rewind it because I was like, I'm sorry, what is this tone you're using where you're going to threaten us? Like, it was scary. It was so, I'm going to need to eat up. I'm going to need to lick a big old popsicle right now. And if not, you'll kill us. It Seems like you'd get along with Rachel, though, because Rachel would be like, I've got a big old popsicle <laughs> for you to lick. Oh, yes. Him and Rachel, they they are in contact. And that's that. Please don't. Please don't question me on this. They are on in contact. Uh, well, anyway, they're all shirtless and obnoxious ASAP. The main primary, I cannot figure out his facial hair. It's very confusing because sometimes it looks like he has like a beard and sometimes it looks like he just has like a goatee and then sometimes he just has a soul patch. I don't know what the lighting is on this episode, but it's you know, all over the place. Maybe he's got all three <laughs> yeah, in his maybe. pocket and he just keeps switching them up. It does feel like his his facial hair changes every time. I can't figure I mean, out what his facial hair is. They could be shooting out of sequence. And he's like shaving and like growing and shaving. It's very confusing. He is an interesting character. Elizabeth is continuing to talk to everyone about her issues with Francesca, but this time Ash is like, you know, it just like, just like play with your crystals and like things will work out. Okay. Elizabeth's like, oh my God, that's like such a good idea. Oh, wait, you're so right, Ash. And Ash is like, mm-hmm. now please leave me alone. I really need to iron in the crew mess. 
that's all she ever does is iron in the I've got one job and I, I'm really not supposed to be talking to anyone. Francesca doesn't like when I fraternize with you because you're a fucking dum-dum. No, no, don't pull up my sleeve. Oh, now you've seen the lashing marks. Okay, Jesus Christ, Nick. Um, Rachel says she likes Elizabeth, but she doesn't want to be in the middle of her and Francesca's drama. So she's setting her friendship with Elizabeth to the side, which I thought was really sad. Like everyone's kind of being like, hey, Elizabeth, you're kind of a sinking ship. Could you get away from me? <laughs> it's like, I really cannot be attached to you. Get Go away. Go away, Elizabeth. Elizabeth, go away. That's like how Anna, everyone treats her. Hmm? Anna, I have a, a a possible question to ask all future guests. I don't know okay. if you're looking to add to or to, uh, you know, update your, your three questions at any point, but I have one suggestion. Sure. Ask our guests how big in inches they believe Captain Lee's cock is. Okay. Nick, not, what? not now. First of all, these conversations can happen off air. What? I think okay. this is a good one. Also, we all know it's a tight 14 inches. Okay. <laughs> 14 Huge out of 10. dick. Huge dick. Okay. I'm just saying. You can see it because when he wears his white pants, it's just like, wow. The shadow no, it creates. I'm like, honestly, oh, wow. I asked that because I'm looking at this page, this picture from Instagram. Huge dick. He's wearing white pants that are really tight, and you can see an outline of his car. And it's huge, right? I would say. Four and a half inches. Flaccid. But that's minus. Ten, ten minus. inches hard. Oh, okay. Interesting. Ten inches. What a king. Mrs. Captain Lee has no complaints. Marianne, no. his lovely bride. His lovely bride. Of course not. That's why That's why when he's gone, she comes back, she gets dicked down. She ain't got no problem waiting. Uh, mm. That's Sir Mrs. Captain Lee to you. Okay. <laughs> that's was his dick. Sir Mrs. <laughs> Captain Lee. <laughs> Francesca calls Elizabeth a diner waitress because she pours wine bottles by the neck. And I'm like, who the fuck cares? I guess there is a standard. But um, if you don't teach sure, her. Whenever I'm drinking wine in a diner, mm -hmm. I know I'm always looking at how it's poured. Yeah, I'm like, this di goddamn diner waitress isn't pouring my wine correctly. Also, maybe just tell her and then she'll learn. <laughs> this woman has never been to the Bordeaux region. Like, you just be like, hey, Elizabeth, actually, you pour like this. This is a standard for super yachts. And then she'd be like, oh, okay, now I know that. Or she won't listen and never learn. Whatever. The point is, you told her, so it's not your, it's not your problem anymore. She's just a dum-dum. Uh, anyway, oh, baby. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. So Rob is like, uh, there is rumor. Rob also, I couldn't figure out Rob's accent for a while, but I guess he's Canadian. But sometimes he sounds British. It's very weird. He's, he is all over the place as well. Um, so Rob is like, uh, there's rumors of coronavirus on Tortola, which is a island, a British Virgin Island. Uh, there's rumors of coronavirus on Tortola and all the masks like sold out. And this, this conversation leads to a classic Eddie impression. Hold on. There you go. A classic Eddie impression. Eddie does a Trump impression. Nick, do it. Did I miss this? Yes, fool. Are you kidding? This was the most exciting part of the episode. Eddie's <laughs> back, baby. I have no recollection of this. Eddie is back, baby. What did he say? He was doing an impression of, of you gotta Trump do it. 
being like, it's everything's okay. Uh, don't worry about it. I can't do a very good Trump impression, but he's like, everything's okay. I don't, you got to go back and watch it. This is like what we've been waiting for. We've been waiting for Eddie to let loose and do one of his dumb impressions that he is I'm sorry. I, I totally back. missed this. I think Cheetah might have been jumping on my lap at that exact moment or something. Wow. This is a letdown. Someone tweeted at us saying that literally deckheads are going to be so excited that Trump does a, or Eddie does a Trump impression. I'm over Trump. I guess what? Tell you what? I'm sorry. Well, I'm this, sorry. December 22nd, 2020. I'm over Trump. This aired or this was filmed at the end of February where Trump was literally bungling this coronavirus response. So back I appreciate then, that. huge, huge for us. You don't even care. You piece I of shit. I don't know. Well, Eddie's back, baby. We've been saying that Eddie refuses to let his guard down and do one of his classic impressions this whole time. And he finally did it. He did a Trump impression. That's what we've been living for. Well, I'd prefer if he'd branch out a little bit. Well, I mean, I would argue maybe he did started branch do, maybe Angela Merkel. I mean, he did branch out. He hasn't done Trump before. Before he's always just doing like, like Jim Carrey, Animaniacs, and Dan Aykroyd or whatever. Now he's yeah, branched actually. out to Trump and it's going well, in my opinion. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I want him to do his impressions so I can be like, oh, fuck you, Eddie. That's what gets me going. Getting mad at Eddie for doing a dumb impression. But the fact that he hasn't been doing that hasn't been giving me the life I need to be like, oh, fuck you, Eddie. Okay. I guess we'll move forward. Okay. Well, <laughs> the guests are having their Mar Mardi Gras-themed dinner, and they're all dressed again like Alice in Wonderland characters. Alice in Wonderland? Wonderland. I like Wonderland. Wonderland, yeah, sure. Wonderland. Same thing. Spider-Man, Batman, Wonderland. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Uh, it's land. I'm just, I have an accent. Wonderland. They all, they dress like Mad Hatter. Like, they all have the funniest outfits to me. They're like, they dress in like checkered suits. And then one guy just has his shirt unbuttoned all the way down. He's just like the weird odd guy out. And then there's like, like checkered fedoras. It's an aesthetic. It's an aesthetic choice that they're making. And they all sort of match except for one guy. Anyway, so James is trying to figure out if Elizabeth is single. And she's like, um, so like I like recently got out of something. Um, it was like really tough. Um, there's like a really special place in hell for other girls who get involved in other women's relationships. But anyway, I am in fact attracted to James because I'm a hopeless romantic and I'm always looking to get hurt. <laughs> My crystals. So <laughs> I'm excited for that storyline to pop off because James is going to destroy Elizabeth's soul. It is did, not good. Did we get to the point where she was like soaking it all in? For 1.5 seconds on the beach. Oh, we'll get she there. Was like, we'll get there. Oh my God. That's the best. Yes. All right. So Rob says sailing yachts are like really gritty, but motor yachts are cushy and filled with beautiful people. So, you know, you got to like shower more. <sighs> he was really disappointed. He was oh, like, this is oh, a shower job. Slumming it on the <laughs> super yacht. Yeah. Hard to say if he's good at his job at this point. Still don't really know. But Izzy, classic Izzy, who, by the way, Izzy outed herself as a lesbian on her 
Instagram recently because I guess a bunch of dudes were sliding in her DMs and she's like, no, thank you. Honey is out and proud. And I'm like, good for you, Izzy. Tell these dudes. I'm on the deck crew, everyone. Well, that doesn't necessarily automatically mean you're a lesbian. There's a reason she and James haven't been boinking. Well, uh, I don't know about that. James is a certain type of woman's type, if you will. James is shagga. A shag lad, if you will. A real lad's lad. Yeah, he's he's an interesting guy. He's too busy, like, plucking his eyebrows and being like, am I gorgeous in the mirror? So Izzy says Rachel is really good with her hands. And if she was a lesbian, you'd want her down there. If you know what I mean. Finger banging you. Finger banging you to your fucking horned up and orgasming like you've never orgasmed before in your life. Just finger banging. We're blessed to have Izzy on this season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess, man. That is so disjointed. I feel like the Whoa, deck crew and- disjointed. Get finger banged with a disjointed finger. Am I right? Sometimes it feels like the deck crew and the interior are on different shows. They are, in a yeah, way. They are. Because we're not going out together. There's no common time. Well, Yeah. So Francesca walks in on Elizabeth talking to Izzy about their like weird, awkward situation again. And Francesca gets upset and is like, I can't trust anyone on this boat. And so I'm just going to sulk about it. And again, British accent, my bad. I don't know what I'm doing. And guess what? Uh, It's perfect. Don't change. It's the next day. Wow, this one is just going on forever, huh? Okay, enough of that. Uh, So it's the next morning. Elizabeth is in her bed doing her daily affirmations where she's like, today is a day of completion. I like really want to be happy today. Everything will like work out totally today. I will be like so good at my job. And today I am going to like kiss a boy. And today I'm going to fall in love with Francesca. And today I'm going to like totally not make a accidental mustard gas bomb. And today, um, maybe, no, no, maybe I I'll don't need listen. my notes from yesterday, and I don't need, I don't need to read how to be a stew again. I just need to say I'm going to be good. That's right. I'm going to be good, ish. Maybe, maybe I'll listen this time. I don't know. Hard to say. I probably won't listen, but I'll try to, and that's what matters. Thank you, Elizabeth. I really hope, I really hope you make it through this season because you. You are good TV because you create gas bombs. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Mustard gas. Unbelievable. Who, World War One era military technology. Yeah. Who does that? <laughs> but then again, they asked Kate Chastain and she was like, I didn't know about that. Like, I didn't either. I could have done that. You would also, think it might have happened on an earlier season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd never heard of that. I, uh. But also, like, doesn't that, like, really make you feel like the scientists back in the day didn't do much? They're like, we got it. Here's how we'll do it. We accidentally missed soap with bleach. That's it. We're done for the day. We're clocking out. There's mm-hmm. your gas. Yeah. It's not very sophisticated. All I'm saying. Yeah. But I also think, like, Elizabeth, like Francesca's really tough on Elizabeth. I think like Elizabeth's a dumb dumb, but like she does have like good intentions. But Francesca just like 
Like literally she had to stay up late working. And then Francesca's like, hey, so we really can't have you staying up late working. She was such an asshole. She was like, oh, well, you need more sleep than that. And she was like, I was like doing my job. Like you asked, getting all the stuff done. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, Francesca sucks. That's that's known. She's like, you need to work It seems like it's like a core component of being a chief stew that you have to hate your stews. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's well, you just got to pick one that's just like your bad stew. No matter what. Well, it's just funny because the chief stew has always always been doing this for most of a decade, and the new stew has never um, seen a uh, two forks on the same table. And then she's like, "If you aren't as good as me in four days, I'm gonna fire you." <laughs> yeah, that's like basically what they're up against. Um. We Okay, so we're coming up to a really great Captain Lee moment. But before we get into it, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back and we're going to finish out this episode. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. And we're back. So we come back and the deck crew is inflating the slide, which is leading Eddie to lose his mind because they put it, they basically put the slide up wrong, but it's like, did anyone teach them how to put the slide up if they've never done it before? Probably not. So what are you going to do? So this leads Eddie to jump off the boat to grab some lines. And then Captain Lee's like, if you want anything done, God damn it, you do it yourself. And he like goes over the railing, which causes everyone to be like freaking out. Like, don't do it. Have someone else do it. He's like, I got this. God damn it. Why are you guys so up my ass? I'm a goddamn captain. I've been doing this for goddamn years. Son of a bitch. I do it myself. See how long it took. Oh, God damn it. This rib injury. Oh, fuck. I got damn it. I'll just die. Oh, God, I did it. See, it didn't take much long. See, you guys think I was an old piece of shit, but guess what? I'm a young piece of shit. I still got it. Ah, God damn it. Son of a bitch. That goes on for like 45 minutes. Uh, that was amazing. Uh, <laughs> like, what he get sounds an, like. An Emmy for Anna? <laughs> she has Captain actually been nominated for three Emmys, but uh, she um, she denied to, them after Kaylee Cuoco got a nomination. I, I lost to Kaylee Cuoco. Beat now Kaylee Cuoco. Yeah. 
ah, God damn it. It's all he ever says. It's like, oh, he's like, oh, son of a bitch. That was the most suspenseful part, too, because he had that rib thing at the beginning yeah. of the season. So I was like, oh, is he going to fuck himself up? Yeah. By but doing this. And then it just went off fine. Boring yeah. episode, sadly. Yeah. He just climbed right back over after grabbing the line. I mean, it is also true. It's like, I trusted him to do it because he's also been doing that for years. Like, he knows what he's doing. He's Captain also, Lee. Also, can we give Eddie some props for never falling in the water? He almost did multiple times. I know, but he did it. I was, I couldn't believe he caught himself that last time. One thing I love across the franchise is how everybody hates putting away the slide more than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's it like, seems oh, I like fucking hell. hate the slide. If only there was a better idea. Well, because right, it, ta- it takes so long and then people use it like once. Yeah. And then sometimes they don't even want to use it. They're like, no, thank you. No, thank you. We just no. wanted to see it. We just wanted to make you do manual labor. Also, doesn't it seem like such a distraction to put it down while people are like having lunch because it like goes down the side and it's such a like thing? All right, Nick has I a I thought plan. that was the story. I thought that was going to be what happened, that they were going to complain that the slide was going down while they were eating. And then instead, they were like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are these people great? Yeah, they are actually great. They just are very demanding of what they <laughs> want so to great. experience. But also, Nick has a, uh, Molly, Nick has a pitch okay, about Nick's, what to do. Nicksboats.com. Somebody buy that. Uh, you got a super yacht. You don't want to put out all the toys. It's going to take you fucking hours. I have a boat. Everything's all set up. I'll just drive over and they can, I'll park next to you. They can come over and use all my shit. Very smart. And I just move on to the next one. I do that all day in the same marina. You're like a carny. Wow. Um, You're really confusing my shows here. Um, (laughs) on, uh, I'm on Brooks's, Brooks Whelan's podcast, Entry Level with Brooks Whelan. And we have, um been doing a lot of carny content lately we've been trying to find carnies do you know carnies do you know any uh no but it's a big theme on real housewives of dallas one of them is really? a, is a carny and she was, oh no yes i'm familiar with this but she's not real carny she's no, a she's a she, rich carny she grew up no she's not a rich i mean she's rich now she's like but circus she, people she grew up among carnies and she was like fobbed off on her carny grandparents or something to like i've forget exactly what the argument against this is but she's not real she i has forget a, why she has a carny themed wedding yeah uh yeah. finally but no i don't know any real carnival people i i would that i did here's what you need to know lot Sorry. lizards that's the the chuckle fucker of the carny world. oh i know about lot lizards and chuckle oh. fuckers uh <laughs> but do i know any carnies no i don't i'm sorry okay well there we go any, any, no ride jockeys? No, but I know someone who knows Eddie. Isn't that enough for? Yes, 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 yes. Sorry. I'm for... so sorry. <laughs> yeah, isn't that enough? I'm confusing everything here. Isn't My that bad. enough, Nick? Okay, so here's the first sense that we get that maybe Rob isn't very good at his job. James is like, I don't think Rob's taking his job very seriously because he has Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again stuck in his head. What an idiot. He's not good at his job. He's distracted. And I'm like, that makes him not good at his job? I don't What's he it. supposed to be thinking about? I don't, I don't know. Captain Lee's big old honker, I guess. Damn. Honker by dick? I don't know. Well, Rob also says that Francesca puts out some pretty hot vibes, but he's hopeless at flirting because he only knows how to flirt with gold. He doesn't know how to flirt with human woman. This tough. And then he's like, hey, uh, I'm just wiping things down if you need anything. And she's like, okay, little boy, goodbye. I don't know. Maybe they'll fuck. Okay. 
Period. <laughs> no thoughts? Okay. Well, uh, Captain Lee actually says that he hopes Rachel makes it through the season. It doesn't have to be fired, which I thought was very nice of him. Guys, I, no, I, I've no, always no, said. No, no, no. What? I, no, I think this was misread. Oh. Uh, that's not a compliment. Why? Yeah. He a was compliment like, oh, is I great job. Yeah. A compliment isn't, oh, well, I hope we don't have to fire this piece of shit worker. I already had to find a chef. That's how he shows love, though, I think. Yeah. Because that's that's him being like, I hope I don't have to fire you. That's like a lot from Captain Lee. Because usually he's like, I'll fire you. <laughs> you're like, oh, I guess God. you're right. I know. I'm sorry. I had I have much better relationship with my parents than you. So I see where the, where the, the distance is. You have to take it where you can get it. You know, sometimes... Yeah. When they're like, fuck you. You're like, thank you. I know you love me. That's why you say it. Because you care. <laughs> they feel like I'm describing an abusive relationship. Anyway, Elizabeth calls her dad. Now this guy's a character. He's like, hey, honey. And she's like, my chief stew doesn't like me. And he's like, chief stew more like beef stew. Ah, <laughs> I'm a lawyer from New York. I'm scary. Ah, shit. Hey, man, bunch of chickens running around with no heads. Ah, <laughs> boats and she's like daddy it's a very strange relationship <laughs> also how did like the most like hey i like believe i'm self-actualized and i believe in crystals namaste come from like hey chief stew more like beef stew <laughs> like how did that happen <laughs> very strange <laughs> I, I really hope we get to meet Sorry. chief stew more like beef stew it's just taking me out yeah <laughs> Chief Stow more like beef stow. And she's like, hey, oh. and she's like, Namaste, Daddy. <laughs> so strange. Anyway, Elizabeth's like, I brought a smoky quartz crystal um to go with us to this beach picnic, just in case to like battle any negative energy that comes our way. And Izzy's like, Oh, okay, great. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, Sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, Nick, this is the part you were talking about where they're at the island for the beach picnic and they're like picking up wood to start a fire. And then like Elizabeth just starts going on about Greek mythology and she's like, they were like starting a civilization. And that's just like kind of what we're doing right now by setting up this beach picnic. And she has her like moment where she like stares off like mm -hmm. we're starting a civilization. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? You forgot the champagne you got met. <laughs> oh, no. Civilizations can't start without champagne. Oh no. Um, oh, no. but also this is another oh, no. thing, like oh, no. people forget oh, no. something for the beach picnic almost every time. Because beach picnics are not an exact science. You they need to bring a thousand things and there's not a fucking list. But it's because no. the boat's so small. Yeah. 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 They couldn't take fit over. champagne on that boat. But they always the thing is like they always forget the alcohol. And I feel like the alcohol is the key ingredient to why people are even on this boat. So like bring the alcohol. For sure. But it's and also the thing you have to bring last because it's usually a cocktail or something that needs to be chilled. And so you cannot pack it anywhere but last. And I feel like often it's that they go through it much faster than they're expecting or go yeah. through more of it. Well, I don't think they brought any in this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but there's been yeah. other ones where it's like they just run yeah. out, you know? You because only brought three bottles of vodka for f these four people for 35 minutes on the beach? Right, like they need a separate boat just full of alcohol for these people. Hey, that may be a spinoff of my business, alcohol boat. Nice. You're Hell on a beach yeah. picnic? You don't want to go all the way back? Uh, call me up. It's like provisions, basically. It's a great idea. 
Thank you. Finally. It's like on the clock provisions. They just show up. But yeah. So um, yeah, they set up the beach picnic other than the fact that they forgot the champagne, but they also have homemade marshmallows. What? What are homemade marshmallows? Pure sugar. That's what Eddie says when he tries it, right? Well, it wasn't that Captain. That was Captain Lee. Oh, yeah. But Captain Lee, I'm guessing he has like some low-carb diet or something. Well, Captain Lee said he was going to look up to make it himself because he didn't know if Rachel was coming back. And his plan was, I guess, to pretend to be the chef. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Flip some burger patties. That's just going to cook a steak with his big old dick. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I burned it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. Elizabeth forgot the champagne. And Izzy's like, yeah, you know, I agree that Francesca sucks as a boss, but um, hmm, Elizabeth is not the smartest. <laughs> I'm like, honey, I agree. But Francesca is not happy they forgot the champagne. And her first thing is to go rat Elizabeth out about forgetting the champagne and other stuff to Captain Lee because she really wants to fire Elizabeth and get in a new chief stew. And Captain Lee's like, eh, whatever. It's <laughs> like, who cares? Cool. Thanks, Francesca. You can go now. Oh, my God. God, this dumb bitch. Did you can she is not Kate? That's all Captain Lee's thinking. She is not Kate. I mean, she really is not Kate. Yeah, how many times do you think he's called her Kate? <laughs> that they've edited out. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It would explain why Francesca's starting to like lose it a little. Look, she keeps getting called Kate. She can't trust anyone. Ugh. And Elizabeth's just trying her best and being like destroyed uh, because she's a dum dum. So Ash also becomes frustrated with Elizabeth because she washed all the bed sheets for the guests because that's what Elizabeth she told washed, her to do. Oh, I think you said she washed. Like she, she did. Uh, I did say that. She washed. She yeah. washed all the bed sheets because Elizabeth told her to, but Francesca apparently just told her to do the master's bed sheets, which we see in a flashback. Uh, so Ash is like, um, <laughs> I really want to like Elizabeth, but she's a dum-dum. That's what everyone keeps saying. Tough. And then she says, Elizabeth just doesn't listen. And I agree. That's the problem. She's not hearing words. I think she just hears like, um, and nothing else. Yeah. That's like sometimes me when I'm doing this podcast. No, I I get that vibe from you. Anyway, Ash and Francesca (laughs) take a break while Elizabeth and the rest of the guests are on the beach. They take a break and they go down the slide um, to have some fun because Francesca loves Ash, who's basically a mini her, as Francesca keeps saying. And then this James always is, is, pr- is trouble. Always. Trouble. No one well, can ever go in the water without there being drama. Whether they go- accidentally go in, whether they're going in with permission, whether they're just Rocky being like, fuck it, whether there's CJ announcing they're, they're quitting in the first season. There's never, no one's ever just like having fun in the water. I don't know. Everyone just gets jealous. That's the problem. I was like, oh, you got to go in the water? It's like, well, then be proactive. And when the guests are off board and you're not there, ask to go in the water. You just have to ask. Captain Lee does not care. If the guests are not there, he will let you take a break and go in the water. He does not care. All you do, that's the whole thing is you can't just go in. As long as you ask, it's no big deal. And you are free and clear to take a break and jump in the water. But no one does. And that's the problem. Then they get jealous when someone else does. And they're like, oh, why did they get to do everything? But anyway, James says he hopes their clothes are see-through because classic James. Uh, And then we end with Elizabeth admitting she's not happy because Francesca clearly favors Ash. 
But Eddie's like, don't worry, dude. Captain Sandy or Captain Lee is rooting for you. And she's like, oh, my God. Thank you, Eddie. And he's like, and that's where the episode ends. Boat Uh, facts. And it's time for Boat Facts with Nikki T's. Guys, I wanted to talk to you today about the most haunted hotel in America. Why is it on boat facts, you ask? Yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) Because it's a fucking boat. The Queen Mary. Oh. It was a ship that was converted into a hotel and permanently docked in Long Beach, California. Mm. Right near here, baby. Mm -hmm. And is as stately as they come. But don't let its lush appearance fool you. It also happens to be uh, the most haunted hotel in America. (gasps) The ship was first christened on September 26, 1934 by Queen Mary herself. And it was retired more than three decades later, and it has since been converted into a hotel where guests can sleep surrounded by the original wood paneling, paneling and portholes, imagining what it would have been like to cross the Atlantic in style. Not only does it offer a transatlantic history, but it is known as one of the most haunted destinations in America, says Travel and Leisure. Um, mostly you go for all your haunted um, info? From stateroom B340. Why? What happened in there? This stateroom was a problem long before the Queen Mary opened a hotel. In 1948, a British third-class passenger, third-class, can you imagine? Walter J. Adamson passed away in the room, and the details of his death are unknown. Later in 1966, a woman staying in the room reported that she was woken up when the bed covers were pulled off of her and she saw a man staring, standing at the foot of her bed. She screamed and rang for the steward, but the man apparently vanished into thin air. So this woman was like assaulted by a real person. Oh, you think so? Right. <laughs> Years later, guests staying in the room have reported hearing someone knocking on the door in the middle of the night and seeing bathroom lights mysteriously turn on. Even the hotel's maids started complaining that they would find the bathroom water running even when no one had stayed in the room for days. And one reported that the bed covers were pulled off right after she put them on. The room was closed to guests for many years, but it has since reopened for anyone looking for an evening of creepy fun. We can go there. No, thank you. We can stay there. We can do an app of decades from there. Mm-mm. No? Are no, you afraid of ghosts? No. No, I'm not doing that with you. You're afraid of ghosts. I'm afraid of anything haunted. Yes, I'm a human being. Oh, I'm not afraid of haunted stuff. Yeah, we'll see. I laugh at ghosts. Well, we'll see when a ghost is looking you straight in the face, how you act. Hmm, Okay. They don't exist. I'm not sure we'll ever get there. Molly, are you haunted? I mean, (laughs) Molly, are you haunted? (laughs) Uh, Are you afraid of haunted stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, a haunted boat just seems like really asking for it. Yeah. Yeah, you can't leave the boat. Well, I mean, you can now because it's docked. <laughs> if, uh, you know, if you're on the sea and it's haunted, you know, you're just fucked. Yeah, you know, engineer Zach had his prom on the Queen Mary. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, in Long Beach. That's crazy. Was yeah. it hauntingly beautiful? Uh, I would ask him, but he just walked right out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I, I know where this is going. Yeah, he's like, I'm out of here. I don't want to talk about my prom where I couldn't get it up. Because <laughs> it was so his dick got haunted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Well, 
that has been a great episode of All Boat right, Facts. We did it. Thank you, Molly. Uh, Thanks so much was, for having me. Thank you for recapping season eight, episode eight with us of Below Deck. Uh, tell people where they can find you and follow you. You can find me on Twitter at Molly Lambert. And I will be back with a podcast about Heidi Fleiss in 2021. Maybe I'll be back on Deckhead sometime because I yes, love, love talking deck. You're going to be a, a regular, as we say. If I can be the chef band of this podcast. Oh, that would be great. That would be great. That be means great. we don't have you on for a little while. Then you come back and you're like, got to get my sea legs back. And we're like, ah, <laughs> Molly. And I'm like, I hate my fucking life like they all do. Yeah, but you were um, you were raised with the royal family. Right. I was raised with the royal family. I mm. but I resent when people bring up my poshness because Ugh. uh because I'm a hardworking chef, a hardworking uh, yacht chef. Of course, of course. All right, guys, go follow Molly and and hey, you know what? Hey, while you're at it, leave us a five star review while you're following my Mo- Mo- <laughs> Molly. Jesus Christ. Yeah, leave us a five star review. I just like had a momentary blip in my brain. It must be the mustard gas I accidentally created in my home. So yes, please leave us a five-star review. We could we could really use it. People are haters on there. They hate us because they don't think we talk about Below Deck enough, even though I feel like we're recapping it pretty decently. So leave us a five-star review. Give us some love. We'd really appreciate it. You can follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. You can buy our merch on TeePublic. We'll discuss further merch options coming through on this show uh once nick starts his starts making them in his garage and uh, i'm at anna hosni and nick is at nick's turners and yeah let's all get into this tiny little boat let's get in the little dinghy and we're gonna get the hell on out of here bye Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. 
Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else.